Good morning, Irvine. What a beautiful day we have today, and thank you for tuning in to Sports Matters with Matt here. Hi. And uh, we have a very special guest today, Matt. He's holding hold right now. Uh, we have Darren Preston, our play-by-play Ooh. announcer for the women's basketball team. Nice. So uh, let's put him on here. Uh, Darren, can you hear us? Yes, loud and clear, guys. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you for uh, making time for us. I know your time is uh, limited today, but uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, hey, let's get right into it. First of all, you know, I want to know how how many years have you been the play by play announcer here at uh, UCI? This is uh, this is actually my second go around at UC Irvine. Uh, this time around, this is my uh, seventh year doing play by play for uh, UC Irvine women's basketball. I was actually uh, a full-time employee at UC Irvine um, back in uh, 2000, 2001 to 2002, those two academic years. Um, I was a full-time employee working in the sports information office and also doing play-by-play for women's basketball and the baseball team. So uh, good to be back, obviously, all these years and, and, and you know very excited uh, about uh, this year's women's basketball team and certainly going forward absolutely you know like i said i I attended the game last night they were playing unlv and i I tell you unlv is a top 10 team and boy did they really take it to them you know for three yeah yeah uh you know unlv they're they're not a deep team but that you could you know you could certainly tell they're starting five uh they really have it together uh with their with their chemistry and all that and Interesting uh, combinations that Kathy Olivia put on the floor for them, and and uh, you know this that was a game that that I thought the Anteaters uh, had a chance to win, and you know after three quarters down by just six, they were hanging really in, they were really hanging in there, and uh, they were, know, they were, uh, they were. Uh, you know I certainly uh, certainly liked a lot what I saw, but uh, unfortunately you know, you, got, you got to show up for forty minutes in that fourth quarter was uh, not good. But you have to love the energy that they're playing with and the enthusiasm, and they yeah. didn't give up. You know, they were they were playing hard. I know they made some mistakes, to, you know, there in the latter part of the fourth quarter, and plus they went dry on offense. But um, mm-hmm. but overall, I, th- I mean, from from start to finish, I, my, my eyes were glued in. I was just like, yeah. okay, when, when's this run going to happen? Because I, I know they had it in them. <laughs> right. No, I you know I certainly love the disposition of this basketball team. No question about it. Uh, I think we've added some pieces this year, and of course we've got those. Uh, Four red shirts, uh, you know, that are sitting out this year that are going to make an impact next year. So, yes, uh, you know, it, it it hurt in the beginning when when your post players do get into foul trouble, and uh, you know, Shereen had those two very quick fouls last night, and they, you know, both Shereen and um, Engelstadt, you know, they each played 21 minutes against Sacramento State because of the foul trouble, and uh, we saw a lot of that last night, and of course, when those are your two top scores and uh you know it would have been nice to have them on the floor a little bit more last night but you know um but the, you know they'll get another shot on saturday against cal state diggersville yes they will yes they will you know and, and the thing too yeah they definitely need their shot blockers on you know on the floor the rim protectors as well you know but they still overall facing that adversity they did like you said they did really well for the first three quarters mm-hmm. it was just that fourth it just the lid kind of came off there <laughs> yeah exactly but um you know you know Talking about Coach uh, uh, Tamra, you know, now you, you've you gotten a little accumulated with her. What is her coaching style like? Uh, what is what is the goal that she wants to implement on offense? Uh, well, it, Tamra, you know, she's she's doing a. I think she's doing a really good job, and the players are relating to her really, really well, changing the culture around there. Uh, coach Coach Inouye has um, a very nice background. She she uh, 
She was uh, an assistant under uh, Mark Track, very good uh, head coach uh, in New Mexico State, also previously at USC, and who actually I was on uh, his staff as a play-by-play announcer for a year at Pepperdine, so, and, and Samra was under him uh, for, for a while there at New Mexico State. So got a nice background, and uh, she always stresses defense. Uh, I think we saw a lot of good defense last night. We saw some of the 2-3 zone. We saw in certain situations we saw the uh, – one two two, uh, some of the trap and steals. I think when you get Brooke Bateman playing up there, the freshman guard. Yes. Uh, she uh, she's uh, she could take the ball away very quickly. She had those five steals against Sacramento State. So um, good defense and uh, and uh, you know held UNLV to to sixty two points last night and held Sacramento State to seventy eight. And we gave up one twenty six of them last year. And they're averaging ninety a game. You know, so uh, wow. I think we're starting to see some nice numbers uh, get going here. No, definitely. You know, this program, is, like you said, is definitely headed in the right direction. And one thing I noticed, because I went to the first game, you know, uh, uh, of the season, and I noticed they struggle with the 2-3 zone defense. And I tell you, last night, wow, what a huge improvement. They were getting turnovers in bunches. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking at the statue. Yeah, you know, they turned it over 18 times uh, last night. And, you know, of course, uh, the anteater is the perimeter defense. Had a lot to do with that. Um uh, they did, you know, the, the Rebels did counter with those eight three-pointers. So that's that's certainly going to be a drawback of the zone. But, you know, I, you know that that's why, you know, you play these tough non-conference games um, going into Big West, which is right around the corner, January 5th. Nice. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see where we're at at that point. And I think by then you'll, you'll see an even different uh, UC Irvine basketball team. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's one of those things where they just – learn you know game by game basis just hope to improve game by game just take it one play at a time you know um i really loved it like i said i love the energy that they were playing with last night and also i got to see something a little different too because i was sitting right behind the bench and i really yeah. got to see coach tamra and you know how she coaches but she's also teaching at the same time yeah and that, that was really neat to see yeah absolutely and the, the, the players uh, you, you know it's all part of uh changing the culture from from uh recent years and uh you know, Coach Coach T was very very animated last night, and I and I think she she felt kind of the way I felt, and a lot of us felt that that was a game the Anteaters had a chance to play well and be there late in the game and maybe even win the game. UNLV was coming off a a, uh, a very poor game, even though they beat Pepperdine um, a right. couple of days prior to that. But uh, you know, it was a game that they wanted to be in late. They could have, and uh, this got away from them uh, at the start of the fourth quarter, but. Again, uh, I like you know the all in all. I, I really like it, and I think I, I you know you were at the St. Louis game. Yes. We, uh, you know we saw that immediately. Uh, the whole the whole change of disposition and uh, wanting to win and expecting to win out there, and the team actually gets frustrated and disappointed when they don't win and when they're not there at the end. So. Uh, they know they know uh, they know what they have to do going forward, and uh, we we saw certainly a change in the program uh, in that season opener when they played a very tough St. Louis team down to the end. Yes, they did. You know that went down the wire. I believe they end up losing. You know, not by very many points at all, but they were really yeah. in that game. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think in that game in the second half, I remember they struggled a little bit with the two-three zone defense. You know, had they played them, you know, last night, they would have won. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yes, I mean, they're, they're looking great. So, uh, you know, before you head out, where do you see this program heading? Well, I, I'd love to see uh, – uh, you know, I think right now it's about 
getting better and better uh, each game. Uh, obviously, there are a couple of glaring issues. Uh, the first thing, uh, got to play 40 minutes. Correct. Uh, you know, to go uh, 11 and a half minutes roughly without a basket uh, last night in a tight game. Uh, you know, that's that certainly um, has to be avoided. Um, got to got to stay out of foul trouble, and that'll you know, especially with somebody like Sabrina, that will come with experience. Uh, she's you know, she came from St. Mary's a couple of years back, so she's kind of been out of D one for a while. So I think that'll come with experience. Uh, we uh, you know have to have some new players this year. Um, so I think just get better and better. And again, this is why you 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 schedule. Uh, these solid teams. We have, you know, we played UNLV last night, Sacramento State. Uh, we got USC coming up. St. St. Louis, a team at the time who was uh, receiving votes in the uh, top 25 poll, as was UNLV, by the way, last night. So this is why you have this tough non-conference schedule, and you want to get better and better. And I, I don't see any reason why this team can't can't make a uh, a, a Big West run and maybe win a couple of games at least uh, in the Big West tournament. So. Oh, I couldn't uh, agree with you more. It, it, it's a very deceiving one in nine team right now, in my opinion. No, I agree. I don't think their record yeah. equates to what how they're playing. Yeah, I think they're playing really well. It's like you kind of said last night. You know, it's just a couple little miscues here and there. It's just the little things. They clean that up. Yeah. they're they're going to start piling up some wins here. That's right. So, and, uh, and you know, the little things, little mistakes early, uh, will you know will catch up to you late. You know, and I. You know, not, I don't want to pick on Shireen here, but uh, you know, with those two quick fouls in the first uh, what one ten of the basketball oh, yes. game, and and now you're you're without her uh, for for much of the game. Shireen just played 19 minutes last night, uh, so gotta it would have been nice, you know, to gotta have her on the floor, gotta have uh, Sabrina Engelstad on the floor, and just uh, stay out of foul trouble, and and that you know, so, you know, again, Engelstad is someone who we didn't have last year, so it's kind of a new look. Uh, to this year, and, and nice to see Andy Ritter hit uh, what two three pointers last oh, night. Absolutely, to going too. Yeah. So, no, it's looking great. Well, listen, yeah. Darren, thank you so much for joining us here at Sports Matters, and uh, you know, it's up to us here at the radio station to, to get some more excitement to get some people into this uh, into the arena there because yeah, I think and again we have we have a great schedule coming up. You know, yes. we have uh, starting Saturday at two o'clock in Cal State Bakersfield. And then uh, the Anteaters will play Southern Utah, a team that we beat on the road last year. That'll be next Monday night at 7. And then USC uh, from a uh, Power 5 conference coming in. Nice 2 o'clock. On the 21st. And then, and then, again, Big West play starts on January 5th. And I think uh, uh, UC uh, that, Davis. that's kind of the game that everyone's, in a way, kind of pointing to. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So January 5th is when Big West plays. Okay. Yes. Well, this is a great pr- uh, prelude. You know, I really love how they play some stiff competition beforehand. You know, this is... You know, get get slammed with a big challenge, you know, like you said, yeah. and get ready for Big West competition. Yes. Well, Darren, thank you so much for your time. You thank know, you. C- certainly appreciate it, and uh, have a great day. And I may see you at the USC game if my uh, schedule permits. Sounds good. All right. There, thank okay. you, Darren. You got it. Well, that was Darren Preston, uh, the UCI women's play-by-play announcer, basketball, that is. And, uh... I tell you, like I said, I was at the game last night, and I, I love the energy in the building. I just think if we just have a few more people, just some, just a few more people at least, just get that energy. So because you know the women's going to feed off that, Matt. Oh, definitely. You know, so you got people cheering you on. You get more and more people in there, and if you're a big basketball fan, I'm telling you, you 
you have to come to me one of the next games when our schedules permit. I'm telling you, they play with high energy. There's enthusiasm. It's just a, a slightly different game from the men's. You know, there's definitely it's definitely more fundamentally sound. Sounds like there wasn't it, man. a dull moment. Let's put it that way. No, I bet. I mean, five lead changes. It's not a bad game to go to against UNLV. But uh, I think toward down the stretch, they just didn't shoot the ball well. And that's kind of what killed them. But, yeah. But how about the men's team? You see them play uh, St. Mary's? Yeah, you know, again, you know, that's one thing I like about the UC Irvine sports program. Like, they go right after and play some of the big programs, like St. Mary's, for instance. Yeah, and number It's tough to see them the lose nation. a game like that. But, you know, they've been without their, their star player the entire year, uh, Luke. Uh, Coach Russell's been really um, careful with him because he's been having a nagging hamstring injury. No, that's um, good. You don't want to mess around with hamstring injuries. And it's sure. almost like you don't miss him in a sense, but you do miss him in some of these games like against St. Mary's, you know, some of these bigger programs. Well, yeah, you obviously miss depth more than anything. But I mean, Jared Martin certainly stepped it up. And Max Hazard, oh, yeah. wow, you know. The, the, just the guard play in general yeah. has been so good. And then you can't, can't forget um, – Rivers at all. Can't forget about him because he is very basketball. He's got a high basketball intelligence. Yes. yes. <clears throat> yeah, you're right about that. He does have a high basketball intelligence. And, uh, and I mean, this, the score didn't really reflect. I mean, at the end of the first half, St. Mary steals the ball with little time remaining. They basically throw away the inbounds pass. Guy hits a half-court shot. I mean, they it was just a game that was going to be tough for them to win. They didn't match up well with St. Mary's. Um, St. Mary's is a really good basketball team. They've been a historically good basketball program for many years. They they've kind of are what every single mid-major team wants to be like, you know, have a, a full gym every night in, night out, and be a small-time school and still pack in when the basketball team shows up. So whenever they play Gonzaga, I know it's a huge game, but St. Mary's is a really good basketball program. I don't think UCI should look at this as a – big negative especially when they're going into conference play because conference play is definitely more important than the non absolutely absolutely those are the so games much. you want to win those are the teams you see every single season yeah so you won't definitely want to those beat are those your games. rivals <laughs> oh yeah you want to beat your rivals you know one thing too you know think about just what you just said earlier ever since they had mamadou here in the last few seasons and they, they made the ncaa tournament bid i think it's really turned things around uci is shooting high now with their basketball program going out and getting coach t you know with the women's uh basketball team coach russell now in his seventh season here at uci and it just seems like the basketball program is just getting better and better they made some ncaa tournament bids you know nit tournament bids you know hopefully we'll see more NCAA double a tournament bids it just yeah. takes one tournament you know if they do well in one tournament they right. get to the sweet 60 i'm not saying that they have to do it this year i'm just saying if they did that then the program would blow up you know but just like, the schedule everyone want to yep. go there because you think about how close it is to the beach you think about the academics here at uci yes. and you think about coach turner i mean he's a very intelligent he's been around the game for a long time he knows a lot of people too and and he has a lot of good reviews from some very qualified people so. and he was assistant coach for your golden state warriors oh, yeah, <laughs> the dubs no but i really love the direction of of the uci basketball program and i can't stress enough if you're a big basketball fan support the men's but come on out and support the women's it's free yeah and it's a lot of fun i'm telling you you're going to be entertained from start to finish this is not like years past this you know, this, this is for real you know the, these women they're they're playing they're, they're balling right now and i'll tell you 
they clean up some of those mistakes and it's going to equate to wins and you watch they'll string some victories together and it's going to create some buzz and we'll have the energy and yeah, just defend the, the brand. Defend the brand. That's for sure. Indeed. Oh, I love that. Defend <laughs> the brand. I think that's like their mantra. Yeah. This is your house. You defend the brand. Yeah, and it's <laughs> a nice stadium too. So go support the brand event center. I like it. Well, let's shift gears to the Los Angeles Rams because we had some shocking news. Not yeah, so shocking not so in a shocking. sense, you know. Yeah, you kind of saw this coming a little bit. Sort of. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't expect him to be around after this year, after how he's played. If you don't get, if you're gonna come out and say we're not gonna be seven and nine, you better be above seven and nine, not below it. It's not so much him. I think you, you look at the collection of everything, the move. I mean, that's got that's got to be a lot of stress and yeah, the process and a lot of pressure. Of, you know, moving to a new city now, the uh, the bar has risen and, so high. And on top you're of in that, Los Angeles, with and, all those pressures that they yeah. have, you have to win too, which is hard in the NFL. Like, let's not forget it about is. that. It is it's difficult, and it's not to not. It's not a knock on Coach Jeff Fisher. I still think he's a great coach. It's just it's just an unfortunate situation. But as an owner, he's got to make the decision. Like I got to make a change now because the direction where we're going, the Rams, they thought they would be better than seven and nine this year, and they're not. They're yeah, they're, they, they're just not. They don't have that offensive line play. And that's huge. I mean, that's the reason why. And with a billion Cowboys have been well. And you got a billion dollar stadium that's going to be coming up. Uh, yeah, that you're going to have to sell tickets for. So, I mean, you might as well make a change now. And I think a little bit has to do with um, just some of the comments that Jeff Fisher made. He hasn't been really all that professional in the press conferences. He jokingly said, "Eric Dickerson is calling me." And <laughs> you know, during a press conference, and like it's moves like that that have me concerned. It's like you're really concerned about what someone else is saying like you're probably not focused all that much on your job you need to really focus on what the team's doing I think he just failed towards the end of that but he's definitely a great coach I mean he doesn't deserve the win-loss record career-wise that he does I think he is tied for the most losses in the NFL out of any NFL coach I don't think he really deserves that but I mean he'll always be remembered for that you know holy roller play but you know how it is Matt in the NFL it's like I said it's the hardest place to win but it's also a non-forgiving league. Oh, it's not. And the head coach is always the first to get cut. If something's not going right, the head coach is out. Not to say whether it's his fault or not. The players still have to execute on the field. But I tell you, Coach Jeff Fisher could surface up somewhere else, but... um, any rumors about a coaching possible coaching candidates for the Rams? Well, the one rumor that just got shot down was Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh just said he's going to stay this morning. That would have been a match made in heaven. You know, Jim Harbaugh loves the show. Who knows? Maybe a, a couple years, guy. couple years down the road, could be. I think what the Rams are going to do, they're going to go through this off season. They're going to take their time, kind of see how things shuffle out and pick a right head coach to turn this team around and point him in a better direction? Well, I think you're going to look at guys like offensive coordinators over anything. I mean, the offensive coordinator of the New England Patriots is high on their list, I believe. And then, I, you, you know what? I, I would try to get John Gruden out, out of the Monday night. I would definitely do that. I think he's one of those coaches that can come in and turn around the program. But That that would be the man. That That's be, if he wants to leave. It's if he wants job. to leave. And you know, if there is if there's a job opening with all this young talent that they have and all the experience, Exposure that you get, you know, why not? Why I don't do you- know. I really love listening to John Gruden it Monday might, night yeah. telecast. I, I just love it. I love his uh, his analysis. He's just I, yeah. I like the energy that he brings. So he must really want a coach. If well, he wants to coach. You look at it, it's like the premier job now. You th- you think about it. Ever since Jeff Fisher's gone, 
is now the premier job. You look at the new stadium, you look at the big fan base, and you look at the players and personnel that they have, and you have to go, huh, hmm. I think I could win here. I think that we're a few pieces away. Like You have to look at it like that, and I think the next coach that comes in is going to be very successful. Regardless of who it is. Regardless I mean, of who it is. Your wish list right. would be John Gruden, Jim Harbaugh, but uh, you know, obviously yeah. Harbaugh's out for now. <laughs> Two big reaches, you know. It's just uh, the reach But that's schools. what you got to do. You got to reach high. Reach uh, high. Again, like with the UCI program, they're reaching high. They're going out playing a stiff competition. I love that. They're not shy. They're not, no. Maybe you, you bring in the Mad Hatter, LSU, Les Miles. I don't know. You, can, you might go bold, do that. But, uh Speaking of bowls. Yeah, bowl season. Yeah, NCAA Ooh. football bowl predictions here. I love right it. here from Matt and Kevin. I love we got it. A, a few right. games on the slate here for December 17th. is like a heck of a day to sit down and watch football all day long. Mm-hmm. Couch day. <laughs> that is a couch day. Uh, starting off with the AFR Celebration Bowl. Who do you got? Uh, I got Grambling. I have Grambling as Grambling. well. Grambling. I think Grambling that State, yes. the 11-1 and record coming into it, I think that they're the, definitely the better team. But, like, let's not count out anyone. It's bowl season. Like, there's upsets left and right. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's all right. North Carolina State, you might be able to pull the upset, but I got Grambling. How about the Gildan New Mexico Bowl? You know, I'm picking New Mexico. I think that they have a little bit of a home field advantage. Yeah, just a yes, they do. You know, I gotta go. I gotta go for the underdog here. You're going for the underdog. You're I gotta go for, for San, San Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> okay, okay. The Road Runners. They, they have the Popovich effect. Yeah, you think? <laughs> uh, what the Las Vegas Bowl? Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a big one. I like Houston. I mean, I've always said that I liked Houston on this show. It's kind of been. Like one of my talking points, and I love Tom Herman. Um, but now that he's gone, we'll see what ends up happening. I still have Houston, but San Diego State has played well this year, especially against Cal. They they and they got fifty points against them, and they kind of somewhat the home field advantage, if you will, because it's only a four hour ride from San Diego to Las Vegas. Yeah. A little bit. So I'm going with San Diego State. San Diego State. Go with the You're going with the upsets right now. I am. All right. You scare me there when yeah. you said about the upsets. Okay, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl. Ooh, that's Appalachian State, Toledo, right? Uh, Arkansas State versus Central Florida. Oh, never mind. That's the next one. Um, I'm picking University of Central Florida. The coach I agree. that they have, he's very coveted around the league. And, you know, he took a, a program that was not very good and brought him to 6-6 six and six and in bowl contention. That's pretty good. And, and, you know, in my eyes, I think the coach is very important. And I pick University of Central Florida. Next up, you got the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Oh, my. What is that? What a chameleons? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what. I've never even heard of this bowl game before. But it's your uh, Toledo versus Appalachian State. I got Appalachian State. You know, they ever since... They became a Division One program. I've always liked them. I liked them even they, before they were in Division One program when they were knocking off teams. So I picked them, and the, the, they both have the same record. But uh, I always pick Appalachian State because they just know how to play football. Well, since so. I'm from Ohio, I'm going to go with Toledo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Next up, we, well, we got the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Woo! Southern Miss versus UL Lafayette. Well, in that one, I got to go with Brett Favre's alma mater. Southern Union, Miss. Yeah, Southern Miss. Yeah, I, Southern I, Miss. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Although and, that's kind of a toss-up there, that game. And the last one for now, which actually 
We'll have our show next week, but we should just go ahead and make the pick now for the Miami Beach Bowl. Miami Beach Bowl? Do they play on the beach? That'd be great if they played the football game and they had the sand with all the markers. Play on the sand. Yeah, that would Ooh. be fun. Oh, it'd be so tough on your legs, though. It would be. It would be. It just, you know, you wouldn't be able to get the breakaway speed. <laughs> no, but then again, you won't have the breakaway to be able to tackle the guy either. Yeah, no way. Yeah. I'm going to go with Central Michigan. You know what? I'm going to go Tulsa. Nine and three record. Yep. I mean, Central Michigan has had some great NFL players that have come through their program. But Tulsa at nine and three. Very good team, and uh, those are our bowl picks. The bowl picks, and you heard it here at Sports Matters. Sports Matters. Yep. Well, and, I'll tell uh, you what. This time goes by quick, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I got. I can't not talk about the Ducks. Yes. Can't not talk about the I Ducks. I turn it over to you, Matt. Send I bow down to, to <laughs> me. Understand. Remember what we were talking about last week? How the Ducks struggled against Calgary Flames? Well, they come out against the Sharks and the Ottawa Senators and get two victories. Go Ducks. They're playing well. Two Wasn't one of those a high-scoring victory? Oh, one of them was a high-scoring victory. They beat Ottawa Senators 5-1, to one, and then they beat the Sharks by one at home. Both at home. So that's That's a good them. win right there. That Anytime you can take win. down San Jose, that's oh, a great that win. That's a huge win for them. So I'm excited about the Ducks right now. They're starting to get hot, and that's what they need. Absolutely. Well, thank you for tuning in to Sports Matters. Coming up next, you got Kenny Jones, and he's got a nice little Christmas special program for you. And uh, until then, all sports matters to me and you. And, and I want to, and I want to see you at the women's basketball game. Yeah, definitely. Sure. We need you at the USC game. Come on, this is that's in-state rival right here. Yeah, exactly. Go Ant Eaters. <laughs>